Welcome to the Mission City Church Podcast. My name is Jake Eichert, and I am the Community Groups and Creative Director at Mission City Church, as well as the host of this podcast. Each week, you can find full-length sermons, five-minute sermon breakdowns, and inspiring conversations with guests about discipleship, current events, local outreach, and more. Our mission as a church is to make Jesus known, and we pray that this podcast does just that for you. If it does, please subscribe and share. But for now, please enjoy this episode of the Mission City Church Podcast. Uh, All right, so behind me, hey guys, what's going on? So behind me is... uh, is 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 a, a big uh, chunk of our core team. Uh, we don't call it a core team, uh, but each of these each of these people here. Um, so I don't. We don't have staff. We're a church plant. Uh, we don't have you know we don't have paid staff. And so for for me, volunteers drive pretty much everything that we do. And so each of the volunteer and and many of you out there do a ton. Like we would not exist without you. Like some of my friends are like, how did you how did you start a church without having any people or having having any staff? And I was like, well, it's because we have killer volunteers, and a lot of them are out there, and a lot of them are right here. All of them are right here too. So, um, and so, but these these individuals up here, they they end up leading different parts of our ministries, and so we are in a series called Make Jesus Known, and um, we're in a series called Make Jesus Known. And this week is the is the the week where we're talking about where we are, and um, and because we're talking about that, um, I thought it would be best to hear from the different ministries um, about where where they're at in their ministries, and so that you could hear one connect the ministry with a person, two uh, hear their passion, maybe it'll align with your passion and start a relationship. Uh, and then also just hear maybe where they're dreaming. So that's the plan for today. If you hate panels, just write in the connect card. We love we love all positive and negative feedback, uh, and I'll be happy to never do it again uh, or do it every week just for fun. So <laughs> depending on no, just kidding. So first question is, uh, what's your name and uh, or who are you and what ministry are you like leading or or a part of? Uh, I'm right here. I'll do it. Hey. <laughs> this my name is Evan Kennedy. Uh, I am the worship director and help with the audio production side as well. So, uh, my name is Melissa Maxey, and I help lead the connections team here. I'm Sarah Eichard, and I help lead the outreach team. I'm Jake Eichard, and I help, I lead the commu- or the groups, different group ministries that we have. I don't know why that was so complicated. Uh, and I'm Ryan Burrow, and I lead the finance stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> is it stuff? <laughs> it is. <laughs> That's fair. Cool. So, um, first question we're just going to ask, and again, we're just going to we can we don't have to go straight down the line. Whoever feels comfortable first taking this question, but first, um, just question is like where what what is the current state of your ministry, or where is your ministry currently at, and 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 what's something maybe you're celebrating uh, from this this past year. Okay, so right now in the connections world, we have probably about like 10 volunteers that um, help out. We rotate on Sunday mornings, and the vision that we've been focusing on is to make Jesus known through our hospitality so that people may know him and feel his love through us and our actions. So that looks like handing someone a cup of coffee or just greeting and just being around to be loving and welcoming to everyone that walks through our doors. And then... um, 
celebrating, I'm celebrating a really solid team. I'm really blessed to be serving with really great people and then celebrating some events that we've had this past year through COVID, which has been kind of challenging, but we've still had really great um, women's events and Christmas Eve service, our birthday celebration. So a lot of wins for that as well. Uh, so for groups, uh, we currently have three community groups that are running. We have one in Mission. We have on Sunday nights. Uh, we have one in Overland Park on Tuesdays, and we have one in Prairie Village on Thursdays. Uh, we have four of our uh, what we call core fours, or basically our discipleship groups. So we have two different group types: a community group and then a more discipleship-focused group. Uh, we've got four of those running. Um, with I, I believe there are 17 people total in that are involved in those we have four leaders and then uh, those that are kind of in those groups are involved with those um, and we're also uh, I also host our Mission City Church podcast so uh, the things that we're celebrating with that we just added a new group which is awesome so we're up to three we want to get to four by next year I might be jumping the gun on the next question um, but uh, we want to continue we, we've had a lot of like um, just positive spiritual growth, I think, in our core fours, which is really exciting. Um, we're getting uh, some people ready, I think, to uh, to potentially in the next uh, six months or so go and launch their own groups, which is really cool. And then, um, yeah, we run about three episodes a week on our podcast. So that's all really exciting. It's really exciting. We, we'd love for you to be on our podcast with us. So uh, with worship, there's three of us, basically. <laughs> Um, Tommy and Soren and myself. Tommy's on the keys and Soren's back here doing production. And uh, what that looks like really is every Sunday getting here very early and setting all this up and trying to make sure it sounds good for you. Um, but then also just throughout the week preparing intentionally for that. But I just want to celebrate those two because without them, I would, I don't know, would <laughs> know where I'd be. So just their commitment, um, they're just that faithful hearts. So. Uh, yeah, and with the finances, um, something that we're celebrating is, uh, like Russell mentioned last week, with the faithfulness of God is like the trailer and all sorts of other things that were gifted to us, the speakers um, uh, that are expensive, and all of the stuff up here is very expensive, but uh, we were blessed with a lot of it, and God provided for all of that um, with gifts um, from other churches and from our sending church, um, and then a huge win is that um, about 75% of the people that come regularly uh, also give regularly, um, which is huge. That's amazing and allows us to do all sorts of things um, and allows everyone up here to, to dream really big with what they want to do in their ministry. Um, so that's, that's a huge win. Yeah. All right, just so you know, and church plants have different numbers on that, but most churches, 10% of the like 10% of the people actually give uh, at, at, at the average church. And so it's crazy, like most, like we, a church our size if on that number would not be able to self-sustain. And would pro it's why church plants die, they, because they, don't, they either run out of people or money. Um, and sometimes leaders make really bad decisions too, but, but it's, it's usually, it really is, it's either like they're not reaching people uh, and, or they are, but they just don't have the money to support it. And so you guys have been incredibly generous and we are so thankful. We just want to say thanks. Um, this is a perfect segue because one of the things that Outreach has been able to do in the last year um, is donate some money to some organizations globally um, and support them financially, especially with COVID going on. We haven't been able to travel or visit 
Um, and so that's one way we've been able to use those funds to, um, to reach out and bless the world. Um, so we have currently a team of five people, um, and a lot of this past year, we have been looking for partnerships um, globally and locally. Um, and a few of those partnerships, we are focusing on um, France. We have some missionaries right now that we're in contact with, and um, East Asia, and then Brazil as well. So we're kind of in the works of um, building relationships, trying to figure out who it is we want to partner with and um, who aligns with our church values. That's important to us. Um, and then another celebration that we've had in the last year is our local outreach. We've been able to do um, Serve Sunday with blessing teachers in the community, blessing hospital workers, and then also our prayer walk, which was my personal favorite. We got to um, walk around the city of Mission and pray over the people we saw, the buildings, the, um, I think one group prayed over the school. So we just have been out in the community in that way. Um, and then our last um, celebration is that our Mission Weekend is coming up in November. So um, I'll share more about that kind of in our next Section. Yeah, yeah, sweet. Yeah, so let's get to the next question. Um, and so, tons of stuff that God's doing, which is awesome. What are you hoping for for the next year? Like, what do, what do you hope uh, your area ministry would look like over the next year? Dreams, maybe some vision casting. Um, let, let, let the people see your hearts. Uh, so, for <laughs> groups. I'm glad Jake picked up the microphone first. Yeah. Um, Yep, there's my heart. Okay, found it. Um, so we, uh, <laughs> this is a terrible joke. We ha hope to have, um, like I, I kind of mentioned before, we hope to add at least one more community group. Uh, one of the things that we really want to stress with our community groups, and by the way, there's a team of five people. Um, it's right now the people that, that, ha that host a community group. Uh, doesn't necessarily have to be that way. If you're passionate about community or groups or whatever, we'd love to have you on that team. But right now there's a core leadership team of five of us that are kind of uh, setting the pace for how our community groups are run and, um, and just kind of what we want to build with those. But we want to continue to add groups. And one of the goals that we have or one of the things that we're passionate about is just trying to make them as like reproducible as possible so that really anybody um, across the city, across, you know, anywhere could have their own community group. And um, it doesn't necessarily have to be people in our in our church or in our congregation that you invite, but just like the fact that we want to build Christian communities that are happening everywhere uh, across the city, across the world. Um, and so we're passionate about that. We want to kind of continue to grow that add as many groups as possible. Um, and then as far as our four core fours go, uh, one of the things that's really cool about that we kind of talked about this on the last podcast um, is that there's like this multiplication factor that happens with those. Um, so one of the end goals or probably the most important end goal of um, of the core four is that the people that are in them as like the followers of uh, the person who's leading um, would go and eventually as they kind of graduate out of the group would then go and launch their own groups. Like that's kind of one of the, the end goals. And so uh, as we look down the road, um, we've got about, uh, I think, 13 people that are currently attenders but not leading. Um, so you think about that, we want to have three to four people that are then following them. Um, if, if every one of them 
did that and in you know 12 to 18 months at the end of the process launched their own group with three to four people you're talking about like 39 roughly 42 off the top of my head um people that would be you know in that so then we'd have like 50 people that had gone through the process. You look five years down the road and we could be like seeing hundreds of people that have been discipled through that process because of the multiplication of, you know, being discipled in the group and then going out to launch your own. So that's really, really awesome. And if you are interested in like kind of what that process looks like, maybe being a part of it as a leader or someone who's interested in attending one, um, I think we've got a couple people right now that are currently kind of uh, feeling led to be a part of one or possibly even lead one. Uh, I would love to talk to you and give you more information about what that looks like because really like again uh, in the same way that the community groups we want to make those um, easy for you there's a curriculum that's built out um, that we can hand to you basically I meet with the leaders of that group on a monthly basis so that we make sure that we're all on the same page and that if you have any questions or concerns about how your group's going you know we continue to encourage each other we pray for each other and we really just want to uh, multiply disciples throughout the city again and this is again something that doesn't have to necessarily just be people in our church but this could be just friends coworkers family that you have like it's just a, a model that's really uh, hopefully easy to reproduce and for you to grasp as well if, if you just feel led to, to do so or just you know see the value in that so um, that's where we're going with that and then just continue to hopefully you know put out better and more content uh, for people to access digitally as well through our podcast so that's where we're at yeah I think just to comment just one extra comment or uh, we were talking this morning about you know we're we it would be amazing if uh, like every home was a community group. You were talking about that. You made a joke. What was your joke? Every home's a home. Uh, I think you said every home's a community group. But but the the reality is our the model for the community groups is so simple. And like I love the community group from the church side that we all come together. But if we are if we are taking on this like missional mindset, then you know I I look at my life and I look at my neighbors and I look at the people around me. And I'm asking God, who can I invite into circles with me? Who can invite be a, to be a part of me? And which, which is like, hey, can I, who, who can I vote to, to, to have practically, who can I invite over to have dinner at my house like on a monthly basis or a every other week basis? And like you all, c- you all are capable of doing that. And again, it's, it's just getting the church from going to from being like I'm a, uh, a receiver of the things, uh, I'm a receiver or consumer to I'm a participant in the mission of God to share the gospel and make disciples. And we just want to buy into that. We want to buy into that. Uh, Yeah, over the next year, um, financially, we're looking to grow in generosity um, as a church uh, first of growing, like Sarah said, in in supporting people globally and locally and being able to really give and allow people to do things around the city and around the world uh, to make Jesus known. Um, and then again, as a church, like as a congregation, um, we, you guys have been incredibly generous, but uh, just as we challenge, like, like they were just talking about, what can you do to like open your home, be generous with the things that you have, um, just push that and try and grow in generosity just as people um, and not necessarily even financially, um, but we would love that. Uh, but yes, just growing, growing in generosity as a whole together. Any, any thought about uh, we talked about, so you might be like, we're load in, load out. You might be asking the question about a building. Uh, yeah, so eventually a building is in the plan, uh, and currently we're not able to do that. But yeah. as we grow um, together, the goal is to eventually be able to support 
having a building and paying for one and uh, whatever that looks like going forward. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, we're, and we're, we we are at least Ryan knows this about me. I think Ryan's in agreement with this. We believe that like this this space is amazing, but just the chairs are amazing. By the way, uh, best church chair I've ever sat in. Uh, but and and we're thankful, like we're super thankful for Cinemark. I mean, the, if you've never met Renee before, Renee is uh, kind of our our host person or the worker from Cinemark. She's one of the managers here, and she supports us. I mean, she's incredible. Uh, and so it's a, such a great relationship, and so we love this. But the dream is, yeah, to have a space. And uh, when the Lord opens those doors, we'll communicate what that would look like for us if we can do it. And if we can't, and we have to stay here, but we're, being, we're doing the things like community and the Mission Weekend and connecting with people and worshiping God, like, it's going to be okay. Like, we're good, you know? Thanks, Ryan. Um, over the next year. So there's a couple different things that I'm hoping for, really. My heart, uh, the worship team's heart, is like finds a lot of joy in, in seeing you uh, just be able to celebrate and give their affections towards God. Um, so over this next year, I, I would love to really have our church just learn how much freedom God desires for them um, and wants them to, to have in their, in their worship. Um, I feel like as a church plant, you start um, basically with a template. You know, this might sound cheesy, just from you know, a biblical template. Uh, sure, some things are going to look familiar because of churches you've been to in the past, but we're going to maybe do things that might be new. Um, and... I just, over the next year, I want us to be comfortable with maybe uh, stepping into that freedom that God gives us in worship. Uh, that might mean um, just being obedient to what the Holy Spirit's asking of you. Um, just in, and maybe you feel like, hey, I need to sing really loud right now. And I know this might be distracting to my neighbor, but this is what God's calling me to do. God might call me to raise my hands, bow my knees, to go over here to the side and dance. Um, God gives us that freedom. So I, I want to see us grow in that. But then also down here, um, there's just three of us. We, we have stepped to the side and, and created values for ourselves because there's, there's a worshiper's heart that we need to always continue to be intentional and go back to. Um, so I, I'd love to add um, members that are aligned with those values that want to to give of their heart um, in worship and want to see our church succeed in uh, giving their hearts to God too in worship. So, yeah, it's awesome. So, if you have any talent or gifts and <laughs> mu musical talent, please come quickly. <laughs> or if you've never sang before, you know maybe it's your time. If you haven't discovered it yet. I don't know. <laughs>
How about that? And uh, for the, so for the international stuff, just so you know, so in the works, not nothing's official, but in the works, there's a potential Brazil trip for four to seven of us in Mar end of March, early April. Uh, if you're interested in that, come talk to me. We go we would go to Manaus, which is uh, in the Amazon. I see your hand, Joe. <laughs> Joe's, uh, if you don't know Joe, J Joe and I interact, but I never can see him uh, pretty much every week. Uh, anyway, but he's like, his hand's like below the chair. He's slowly lifting up. I can barely see it. But basically, you, you go, this trip would be, so, so we haven't aligned or partnered with anyone yet, um, but we want to go and see them to make sure, like we, we can have conversations, but until we're in country, you know, we don't know what's really happening there. Um, and so with Brazil, we, we would go and go to a couple of villages on the Amazon, maybe sleep on a boat for, you actually sleep on a boat on the Amazon. It's, cr it's incredible. You sleep in a hammock on a boat in the Amazon. There's no snakes that I've seen yet. <coughs> but um, anyway, that's, that's end of March, early April. The, there's, a, there's, a, there's, some, uh, there's two actually Southeast Asia opportu potential opportunities uh, that we're just having conversations about. And then uh, France is, there's partners that they're trying to plant a church in 2023. And then also the Olympics is in Paris in 2024. So there's gonna be some ministry opportunities there. Um, and we're just having conversations and that's really, really excited. Uh, if you say why, f I, I go to places where we, we have relationships somewhat established and also least reach, but for whatever reason, France has been on my heart for years. And I feel like the Lord, for whatever reason, I think, I think it's the secularism of France to say, if they're in a post-Christian environment, how can we go and reach those people with the gospel and hopefully learn some stuff that will help us reach the post-Christian part of the United States that we'll, we're either already there or easing into, depending on where you, where you are. So, Melissa. Okay, so right now the Connections team is mostly just on the weekend, Sunday mornings, and I would like to have a team, I can't think of a better word for it, but they're going to be called Connectors, that will meet with me once a month, and just it would be a time to plan events and to bounce ideas off of each other. And then also these people just have a heart for making people feel loved and seen and can just help me like reach out to people throughout the week and month. Um, and then also just to get more people connected to me like objectively that looks like you're serving you're coming to service regularly and you're attending a community group that's like pretty the basic but then also like i just want people to feel like they have a friend to go to church with so i do believe that if you're getting involved you're in a community group you're serving um that's a great way to make friends um i didn't really run this by you but <laughs> <laughs> go, <laughs> go for it. <laughs> but I would love to also have like a women's conference or something like that in the next year too. Be sweet. So that sounds awesome. That <laughs> I know I can't come, but you know, yeah. what you think in conference, you think in retreat, like I don't know, either one. We had, we're still in the brainstorming process. What what were the what were the three or four things that would get connected? We say those just uh -huh. just just yeah. same again. So attend service regularly on attend. the weekends. Okay, attend. Yep community group be a part of a community group and serve and serve in some way the next level would be like discipleship group too. yeah so be core four and core then four, yeah and probably go through that mission weekend cool sweet awesome all right so uh last question uh what what volunteer needs do you have because we haven't done we haven't done a good job of communicating to you that we have volunteer needs so we apologize for that um, and so, but what if you need volunteers and, and you might not need any which is okay that's awesome praise god uh but do you, do you have any volunteer needs? 
I'll start us off. Um, I think the biggest one right now is to attend the mission weekend, November 5th and 6th. Um, but moving forward, I would like to add at least one more person to our team. Um, after that weekend, our heart behind um, the outreach team will be to encourage the people who attend that weekend to continue um, living that mission of sharing the gospel. And so um, I would love to have one more person at least to walk alongside people in our church and it continue to encourage them to live intentionally. And then also another person, or if you feel led to, or you like like running errands, um, just kind of gathering <laughs> That's like a really practical thing. Some people enjoy it. Um, I hate it. So I would love to have somebody who enjoys that sort of thing um, just practically for like our serve Sundays. We have one coming up. We try to do them quarterly and um, like supplies need to be bought for that sort of thing. So if you enjoy that sort of thing, if you like shopping, Angela, hey, um, like you might want to serve in that way on our team and we could definitely use that and then um that was it uh if the alternative is watching me actually shop at costco by myself yeah. with a large list it's it would be inc incredibly enjoyable to watch but also if you're like efficiency uh it's not there so well i'll just go um I would like to have two more volunteers for the weekend services just to help with like rotating people so that people don't get burnt out and willing to come set up early as well for the connections. And then um, looking for people to be on the connectors team. So if you have a heart for just loving people, wanting people to get connected, then come talk to me. Perfect. Uh, I think for groups, we're just really looking for people that want to be a part of a group or to lead a group, whether that be just our, our community group or um, our discipleship group, or if you just have a really strong passion for those and you want to be a part of the team that kind of creates that curriculum or sets uh, the, the culture of our community or our discipleship, um, we'd love to have you be a part of like the leadership team there as well. So that's what we're looking for. On uh, worship, so I kind of touched on it a little bit before, but we we just need some help. <laughs> um, so with with like Soren's side and like the audio production thing, that that just takes anybody who has a willing heart to learn some technology things, uh, because if any of us really miss, that's that creates a problem. So and then of course down here, if if you are a musician, that you know like like me, I didn't really do this for eight-ish years and you know I had to relearn some things so um, you may have played the what what was the horn that you played and oh, I played the euphonium does yeah. anyone know what a euphonium is yeah yeah so someday we might have Russell play that for us I'd need to get one but okay. yeah I sold it uh, <laughs> for a car at one point so but if if you have <laughs> some skill if you're developing we can have a conversation and as long as our hearts are in the same spot sorry. I'm sorry I'm just thinking about just straight straight a trade euphonium for a car <laughs> <laughs> they got the better in the deal probably <laughs> Uh, also, what that looks like is that does mean on Sunday mornings you're you're getting here at seven thirty. Seven thirty is what we should be getting here. Some people get like, um, 
But yeah, so that, that takes some commitment. I got here at 7.35 today, Evan. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm usually waiting on it. Yeah. Uh, that takes com- some commitment to come help set up and, and just learn the whole process. But yeah, we need some help. We would love you to come say hi and have that discussion with us. So. Sweet. Uh, yeah, and then with the finance team, uh, it's a pretty small operation right now. But if you are passionate about accounting or finance, I think a good gauge would be you don't call it finance stuff. Uh, <laughs> I would I would love to talk to you and have your help if, if that's something uh, you're interested in and passionate about. Um, but, yeah. And then also on top of that, if you guys have any questions about how we do uh, finances here, um, I'd love to sit down and talk with you. And we want to be as open and transparent about what goes on with, with your money that you're giving. Um, I would love to do that. So we can sit down and talk about it. Uh, so reach out or come see me. Um, yeah, but again, thanks again for, for your generosity. It's It's been amazing to see. Yeah. Give it up for these guys. You guys can go take a seat, but thank you for what you guys do. Appreciate appreciate that. Um, so just very quickly, um, just from my point of view, where we're at, uh, there's a verse, and this won't be on the screen, but it's in Luke 6. I'll read it to you. It says this. He says, uh, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do what I tell you? Everyone who comes to me and hears my words and does them, I will show you what he is like. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. And when a flood arose and the stream broke against that house and could not shake it because it had been well built. But the one who hears and does not do them is like what? A man who built a house on the ground without a foundation when the stream broke against it, immediately it fell, and the ruin of that house was great. And so it's basically, it's a, it's a story or a parable about two, two foundations. And Jesus says that if you want to build a strong foundation, you will do what? It's anyone who comes to me, there's three things, comes to me, hears my words, and does them. And as, as you think about your own life, like where, this, I mean, the very simple, si- simple, wow, That was a combination between simple and practical that didn't come through. Uh, But a very simple, practical application is, question is, where is your foundation at? Is your foundation on the rock or is your foundation on the sand, as the song says? And so you're like, well, how do I know? Well, one is if, if everything's falling apart around you, there's a, there's a clue. That's number one. Number two is, is have you done this? Have you come to Jesus? Have you heard his words? And ha- are, are you doing them? It's not just enough to come to him and hear him, it's, but you have to, to actually active and participate in this as well. And the reason I say this to you is I believe over the past year, God has graciously allowed us and been building a strong foundation who is centered on Jesus, is centered on him as our rock, as our foundation. And uh, there's a paradigm that they talk about churches from a three points of view, and you measure like what, how good you are in different areas. It's called the up, in, and out. It's a really weird thing, but it's actually a triangle. And upward is like your worship towards God. Inward is your community piece. And then outward is your like missional piece as well. And for me, if I was to measure where we're at on that scale, I'd say we do a good job of upward, I think, worshiping. I think we can grow in our freedom of worship, like, like Evan was talking about, an expression of worship. Um, but, but I think we do that pretty well. We, teach, we try to teach the Bible. We try to, 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 to center in a high value on who God is. I think community-wise, I think if you got all, most of our comments were positive things about being connected to the community. I think we're doing that really well. 
And I think that where we need to grow from two-dimensional to three-dimensional is, is our out, is, is, is the reach of our city. And I think, you know, we, we launched in, a COVID, in COVID, right? Like, so the, the ability to do and be outward focused is very difficult because talking to a stranger was scary and actually, like, t- you were told not to. And so what you're going to be hearing from us over the next year is, and we'll t- w- this is, I'm just setting up next week. And so Evan and, and Tommy, you guys can come, come over. Uh, and Soren, you can turn the lights back down for worship. But, um, but what we're setting up is, is we are going to pivot, not to get, get away from the, the worshiping God and focusing on giving him glory and also focusing on our community. But we are adding this, this hyper-focused, like, missional piece where you are, you are the body of Christ. You are called to make disciples. Mm-hmm. Jesus has, give, has all authority, and he says, go and make disciples of all nations. That's what he tells you to do. And so, again, that's Mission Weekend that's coming up. It's going to be a tool for you to be used by God and to be sent out by him, uh, and, 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 hopef- and, and, and hopefully in, in, in an area that you love and are good at. And so you're just going to be hearing that again. Again, we want to, we, I believe that God has, has brought a strong foundation centered on his word and has built an incredible community that is not just going to continue to feed that, but is going to spend time, money, resources on making Jesus known outside of these walls and outside of our community group's walls. So that's where I hope for us. That's where I hope we're going. We'll talk more about what that looks like next week. Um, but today uh, we're going to finish the, this part of our service with uh, taking communion together. We do this every single week where we, we take communion. And if you didn't get a cup on the way in, there, there, there's some right at the door on the way in. But um, Jesus is the rock that we, we, we center on. Jesus is the rock that our, our, that our foundation is built on. And, and our, our, our beginning of this or the, the, the reason of this is because Jesus is God who left heaven and came to earth and laid down his life for you. And as a, as a, as a, a time to remember and to lean into uh, him being our rock, Jesus uh, invited us that as often as we do this, we do this in remembrance of him, of his body broken, of his blood shed, And so ask that question today is, is where is your foundation rooted in? And maybe, maybe today you need to come to Jesus, you need to come to this meal, and you need to, 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 to say, Lord, I have left you, my, I put my foundation, my trust in something that is not of you, and today I'm coming back. I'm going to follow you. So Lord Jesus, would you be with us today? God, thank you for what you're doing at Mission City. God, thank you for uh, the, the, the team that you have built, not just the people that are up front, but God, just this community that you have, you have brought a foundation that desires to honor you and to worship you and to glorify you and to be used by you in this city. And so God, would you give us dreams and visions of how you might use us? God, give us ideas about how we can be used by you for this city, not, just, not, 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 just, not for us, but God, so that people would come and know you. And Lord Jesus, as we take communion today, we celebrate body, body broken, bloodshed, so that our sins could be forgiven and that we could leave this place just like our Lord lived, that he laid down his life, that we would lay down our lives, and that you were given for us, that we'd be given for the world around us. We love you so much. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Take and eat. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of the Mission City Church podcast. Mission City Church is a non-denominational church in Mission, Kansas. We meet on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. at Cinemark 20 off of Johnson Drive and I-35. We also have three community groups that meet every other Sunday, Tuesday, and Thursday. If you live in the Kansas City area and would like more information, please visit our website at missioncitykc.com or you can email me at jake at missioncitykc.com.